and we are live how are we doing Wolfpack Nation this is Pack Center I'm your host Austin Paschke joined by my co-host Tyler Seth also joined by the one and only Isaiah Burrows Isaiah just real quick thanks for joining this uh five-part series man we're glad to we're glad to continue the episodes and keep having you on hey well thank you so much for having me Oh yeah, well we're on the third day now, as you know. Uh, It is Daniel Foster, overseas player from Australia. You guys will be able to hear the interview in the second half of the episode, like we've been doing with the uh, first couple episodes. It took all of us for not doing the uh, Aussie, 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 I, I, I thing when he was on the interview. But this dude, no matter where he is from, this dude can ball. 6'6", guard pretty much an all-around player in the highlight tapes we kind of saw him playing a shooting guard a little bit of um, small forward even if he um, improves his handles you know this dude can play honestly one through three maybe even four if he bulks up a lot this dude can play all around and I think this kid is definitely going to be the long shot maybe the project player we should call him over the next couple years Um, that's what Chris Murray was saying but this kid can ball right now, but I just don't know how much time he's going to be able to play on the court as a true freshman. Um, he played for the Hume City Broncos in Australia as well uh, as well as playing for his home country, uh, Victoria, in the FIBA competitions, just like Alem. Uh, played at Golden State Prep, though, for his, uh, I would say, senior year in high school, which is a branch of the powerhouse prolific prep this past year. Um, saw some quality opponents during that prep circuit. He can definitely shoot, but he can take it to the rim as well. Very offensive-minded player. Um, I think he'll be able to beef up this backcourt, not only um, in practice, but also maybe in some um, some games and get him some playing time. I'll, obviously, we know Alfred likes to play his freshman, and um, he might be able to get some playing time this year. I don't know if it's going to be a lot. I don't know if it's going to be a ton of minutes. But I do think that he's going to be able to help out our uh, thinned backcourt, maybe play at the three a little bit, and um, just help out this team definitely in practice and definitely get better as the years go on. Um, Isaiah, we'll start with you. What was something that stood out to you um, about Daniel Foster after um, looking him over? Yeah, I mean, the thing that stood out to me the most is his versatility that you previously mentioned. When watching some of his tape, it looked like he would start the game kind of off ball get some of his and then he could play a backup lead guard role as soon as he picks up the ball in half court so I think that could be a really kind of that, that to me that's kind of like a potential trait that he can develop and hone in on during Alford and the rest of the Nevada coaching staff and the thing of course you know when you first look at Daniel Foster you look at his six foot six frame yeah. 185 pounds maybe needs to bulk up to add to that frame but ultimately this this kid's for just a high school he's put up a lot of experience not only overseas but in the states as well and he could be an impact player for us a few years down the road i don't see maybe i don't see any major contributions coming this season but overall his versatility can provide some sort of flexibility for us on both ends of the floor and the last thing i'll mention is once again we saw with alfred recruiting overseas with kane milling last year and zane meeks for that matter too i mean both of those guys can be have a ton of potential heading into next season and Daniel Foster can be another piece to that puzzle and it's just very exciting to see what his development will be three to four years down the road. And this is something that Alfred and uh, Craig Neal 
showed at New Mexico too. Um, they they really like the overseas player. Um, I know uh, Neil has a lot of connections in Europe, but this uh, Australian players is something that they kind of branched out to um, at New Mexico, and we're seeing a continuation of it here at Nevada. The six six, I think you said one eighty five, um, around there. I definitely think that's one thing that needs to improve is this his weight maybe put on a couple more pounds that's something that daniel and alem both talked about in their interview is basketball in the states is a little bit more physical down low they're going to push you around a little bit more it's more it's you know it's just more demanding on your body and i think adding some weight especially six six he's really thinned out right now but i think that you know over the year when he gets into the weight room when they finally get on campus that is they get in the weight room and they start working out. I think this freshman year needs to be looked at as um, a true development year for Daniel Foster so he can grow, he can build his body, and just improve on all facets of the game. That isn't to say that he won't get minutes this year, but I do think that this year should be used as more of a you know, develop year for um, Daniel Foster. Tyler, what do you think about that? Yeah, I kind of agree with that assessment. I mean, coming out of Australia, you know, playing in some tournaments, playing at uh, Golden State Prep. Definitely helped him in those developments, but I agree with you guys. The frame needs to get a little bit bigger, and definitely his game could use a little bit more work, but he's, you know, all-around solid kind of inside-out score. I really like, you know, his vision on the court. You know, driving and kicking is something you see a lot in his game tape, a lot in his highlights. Finding the open man, which plays into uh, some other strengths of, you know, players we already have, you know, that, you know, the Zane Meekses of the world. You know, we have the Alem Husenoviches of the world, those catch-and-shoot guys that could really play into the strengths that Daniel has. Um, but, yeah, I kind of agree. Probably not a lot of minutes this year, but I do really like where uh, we could see him a couple years down the road. And I think Alfred did a really good job at kind of picking him for a development, you know, kind of player that will be able to help us down the road. I mean, 6'6", six, six, and he's been able to handle the ball like a point guard is very, very useful at the college level, especially if he bulks up. Um, I mean, just talking about defensive-wise, at 6'6", and if he bulks up to where, you know, he could literally be guarding one through three at a very high uh, D1 level. So I think while he might not get in a lot of playing time this year, I think that this is a kid that in the, in the next couple years, Wolfpack fans are going to be really, really excited to see kind of really take this team over and just uh, really, really help out both on the defensive side of the ball and offensive side of the ball. His frame is is definitely what I'm most excited for, for sure. Isaiah, what else did you uh, like about Daniel Foster or maybe saw that he needs to maybe work on as well? Yeah, the thing that I liked about most about him was just his ability to handle the ball, kind of be a secondary option for us, kind of pointing down the road. But the thing that stood out to me was on the other end of the floor in terms of something he can improve on. Both you and Tyler mentioned it is just due to his kind of thin frame right now. He may be, you know, he may not be used to the physical college game in the states, and that needs to be addressed because if he's going to be getting bodied in the post, which he's going to be, you know, getting blown by on the perimeter, he may not stay in the game for long. And for that reason, he needs to kind of improve upon that. And those are some of the tidbits. But overall, he's got a lot of potential to grow with this program, and I have all the faith in Alfred and the coaching staff to make the most of his ability. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I think it's a coach's job to, in a recruiting class, to not only get players that can give really good minutes now, but see a player as what he's going to be in years to come. And I think this is 
exactly what Daniel Foster is to Nevada. I think Alfred looked at him and said, you know what, this kid's going to be really special down the road once he gets into that, you know, maybe D1 frame, puts on a little bit more weight, gets that experience of day in and day out playing against really good competition, practicing against really good competition. Ultimately, I think this is in his first year, obviously just talking about his freshman year here, um, I think this is going to be a kid that's going to be able to play during practice and give our um, quote-unquote starters or whatever really good minutes to go against and vice versa will help him in the long run as well. But I think this is a kid come his sophomore, junior, senior year is going to be a really, really good ball player for Nevada. Tyler, any uh, last thoughts before we delve in deep for it with his interview? I mean, you guys pretty much hit it on the head. You know, saying everything, Daniel, definitely a development player, but, uh, you know, looking past this freshman year could be a really, really good piece. Like you guys said, the ball handling is there. Uh, that kind of 6'6", quote-unquote, point guard um, that he kind of played in high school. Uh, going to come into play at some point. But, yeah, I think he could give really look, good looks on kind of a scout defense if we're kind of facing matchup issues in practice. I think he could give really good looks and kind of be one of those guys that um, we see in a couple years really start to blossom. Like we've been saying, Alfred loves to play as freshmen, loves to get them in the fire and see what they can do. And I think we might um, see that from Daniel as well. I think we'll be able to see some playing time coming from the young Aussie come next year in Lawler. But without further ado, we will dive straight into his episode. Um, it's a good one. I really enjoyed talking to Daniel. He's a really fun guy to talk to, really well-spoken. And um, without further ado, we will take a break and we'll be right back with the interview. Welcome back to Pack Center. As you guys know, it is the third day of Recruit Week, and we are honored to say that Daniel Foster is our guest for the podcast today. Daniel, thank you so much for being on the show, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, no, thanks for having me on. The first question, uh, growing up in Australia, what are some of the things that you and your friends do um, besides basketball to kind of, um, you know, pass the time? Yeah, so it's pretty similar to over there, I guess. But um, I don't know, might go down to the beach or play a bit of video games and all that to try and catch up outside of basketball. How close are you to the uh, beach? Um, well, originally I was from the other side um, of Australia, and um, I was only probably like 20 minutes away from there. But right now in um, Melbourne, uh, not too many good beaches around, so I don't even know, maybe like 40 minutes probably. Gotcha. 20 minutes from a beach is pretty nice, though. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was really ideal. And then uh, talking about basketball, who was a star growing up, either like NBA or NBL, that you kind of looked at to model your game after? Um. Well, ever since I was a little kid, um, all my other family have been big Kobe fans, but I decided to... Um, Start watching LeBron, and he was my favorite ever since I was a little boy. So I, I guess he would be my favorite player. And then, um, as of recent, just uh, been watching heaps of uh, Luca, and um, really love the way he plays and how he goes about it. Well, if you're a LeBron fan and you've been, have you been watching the ESPN series at all, the uh, Michael Jordan series? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So then, put the debate to rest. Who's who's the goat, LeBron <laughs> or MJ? Uh, I mean, from 
myself personally, it's LeBron, but I don't know if my uh, opinion's too valid because um, I didn't really get to see Jordan right, in right. action. So, I mean, I'm, I'm always going to say LeBron. <laughs> it's a tough one, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but you've had a pretty successful basketball career, to say the least. Um, you won the Victoria State Championship with what, Hume City Broncos, as well as representing the state of Victoria in the U-20 National Tournament. Like, How special is it to, to be able to play at such a high level and compete at a really, really high level? Um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a great achievement and a um, good honor to be able to represent your state. And then, um, yeah, it's, just, it's pretty tough making it in those teams with all the kids out here. So it was a tough process to get there. And, um, yeah, great to be able to come through and win it all. Definitely. And then, uh, like your incoming fellow freshman alum, you have some FIBA competition experience. Uh, you guys won bronze in the three-on-three uh, -three Asia Cup tournament, and then you were named to the all-tournament team. Uh, how do you think that experience prepared, prepared you for uh, D1 basketball? Um, yeah, it was a bit, obviously a bit different, the three-on-three less players only in the half court and um, different playing conditions with the classic court and all but it was really a fast paced game that I wasn't quite used to like, it's not like the 2k 3 and 3 it's uh, <laughs> a lot faster and um, well, you can't fail out in it so very physical because guys would just be going out there and hacking you not really caring but um, yeah it was definitely a good experience and the whole travel and playing while being jet lagged, I think will help um, play into going over there, playing for Nevada. Yeah, and then Alem said that there was a little bit of a difference between um, basketball here in the U.S. and then international basketball. He said that um, U.S. basketball is a little bit more physical, and uh, the the competition they're just like a little bit bigger in general. Do do you agree with that, or, or what are some of the differences that you saw um, between playing overseas international basketball and then back here in the U.S. Um, yeah, for sure. There's uh, quite a few differences. Not nothing major, but yeah, I'd say it's a bit more physical. Uh, different kind of physical over in um, America, as in when you're bringing up the ball and um, all that, you're allowed to hand check a lot more over in America. And um, yeah, I guess get away with um, some fouling. But uh, over here, because well, I've been playing in the, the men's competitions, I would say it's a bit more physical. Uh, around the ring and um, when you're going up but uh, obviously I haven't played college basketball so that might be a bit different and then I would say probably the pace of the game was a bit faster in America definitely after um, Australia you came over and played for the uh, Golden State Prep School correct yeah yeah how was how was that move in general man going, going from Australia to California it's kind of a big move yeah um, definitely took some adjusting just uh Lifestyle-wise, because I went from, um, obviously, from high school straight to GSP, but uh, I was kind of fortunate enough. I had a cousin I was staying with her, and um, that made the move a lot easier. But, um, yeah, it was a really, really great program, and um had a great time there. Gotcha. And then playing at Golden State Prep, how do you think that uh, really helped you develop your game and prepare you for uh, basketball at the D1 level? Um, yeah, I think my time at Golden State was... Uh, really uh, helpful for me as it kind of got me adjusted to the um uh what do you call it like game um of america over there mm -hmm. like, i've been over there on a few basketball trips before but those were only for a couple weeks at a time so it was good to be able to be over there for a few months and really um, be able to dive into it 
and then obviously um, with the schedule that we had, it was a lot of traveling, um, both on the West Coast and East Coast. So hopefully that will be able to translate into um, yeah the traveling schedule that we might have in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think I might be able to adjust to that a little bit faster than now that was at uh, GSB. Definitely. Uh, you held offers from uh, places like Lipscomb, Portland, uh, UC Riverside, and a couple others. Was there anything specific about Nevada that kind of put us ahead of other schools? Um, yeah, I think that the uh, having a new coaching staff with Coach Neil Alford, Danae, and uh, Barnett was really something that was appealing to me. Looking back at the success that they had at their programs and um, yeah, the winning culture that they were going to bring into Nevada, which is already in a very good conference in the Mountain West, I thought was very appealing to me and was kind of a no-brainer and somewhere I just had to commit too fast. And then uh, what was something that kind of surprised you about visiting Nevada? I know, like, um, probably, like, growing up in Australia, you think, like, Vegas uh, mostly. Was there anything that kind of stuck out when you came up uh, more north? Yeah, um, well, I've been to Reno maybe, oh, I don't know, six, six years ago, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was definitely a lot different um, when I went just this past time compared to a couple, like, six years ago. It was uh, a lot more developed in the city and really nice, which was quite surprising. And, um, yeah, it was a great city and looking forward to getting down there. It's definitely a pretty cool college town. I think you'll like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you think it's going to feel like when uh, you hear your name being announced for the first time in front of those uh, 11,000 streaming fans <laughs> in Lawler? Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be something I have to get used to. It might take some time and <laughs> might get a few butterflies there because I think the biggest crowd I might have played in front of was at maybe a high school game or uh, a men's game with maybe like 1,200 people, I'd say, so... Quite a big difference. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be unreal, um, an unreal experience. That something that will be very, be very special. And then, uh, obviously, it's kind of a weird time right now. Everyone's kind of been doing something different to pass the time uh, during kind of this quarantine. What have you been doing to kind of help time go by a little bit, a little bit faster? Um, yeah, I know it's pretty crazy and surreal, but yeah. uh, right now, I've just been. Oh, uh, windroof houses and I got a nice uh, park that I've been going to to do all my workouts so I wake up and go over there for a couple hours and knock out all my workouts and stuff that I want to do and then come back home maybe uh, hop on the PS or watch a movie or TV show and then um, go back out uh, back to the park after a few hours and get some more work in and then <laughs> hope I'll check my phone hopefully the day Days gone by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some Netflix, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> um, what do you think coming into college is the uh, strongest part of your game? Um, personally, I think being a taller guard um, helps with versatility and being able to play um, both ends of the floor fairly well. And I think that um, hopefully being able to guard multiple positions will help the team out. And um, yeah. Hopefully get some. Uh, hopefully get some Ws. Hey, you're you're listed as six six. You tr- you truly six six. <laughs> truly that tall. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I wish you was on. I'm yeah, definitely six six. Not yeah, not stretching it out. Yeah, that that definitely is a stretch like point. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not not um, one of them. Yeah. <laughs>
And then kind of the flip side of that question, uh, what's one part of your game that you want to improve on when you come uh, back to Reno? Uh, um, yeah, I've been working on just uh, consistently being on the shoot, all kinds of different shots, whether that's off the dribble um, from long long range or in the mid-range, and then really just been focusing on um, my finishing around the rim because I know... Uh, the competition over there is going to be longer and more athletic, so that would uh, be something I need to work on heading into um, the college season. Definitely, and I don't know how much you guys have talked, uh, the U5 freshmen amongst each other, but how do you think that you guys are going to be able to mesh on the court? It's a pretty talented uh, freshman class that's coming into Nevada. How do you think you guys are going to be able to play with each other? Um, yeah, I think it should be pretty uh, a smooth transition. We've got all different kinds of players that Bring um, everyone brings something different. Um, yeah, I think we got pretty much, uh, I guess, a starting or not starting five, uh, five different positions that could uh, come in and uh, help the team. But yeah, I don't, I don't think there should be any problems really with uh, meshing at all. Do you have you guys been talking at all, or because I know you guys are kind of supposed to be getting ready to come to campus soon. Have you guys been able to chat at all? Yeah, it was. Um, or actually, I played against uh, Alem and Dre at uh, when they were playing for Phoenix Prep. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and then um, I was at uh, I saw um when I went to the game at the Chase Center, I saw I think Jay Lani was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then um, I wasn't able to see Dre at all, but um, yeah, I was talking to Alem and Dre when um we were playing against each other and all that after the games. Uh, who won? Um, they won. They won the first game, and then uh, we won the we won the second game. Got a little revenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> um, so we've been asking all the recruits this question. They've all had the same answer. So I wanna I wanna see what y- your head's at. Coach Alford to this day says he's the best shooter in the gym. No matter who's on his team or what, he says he's the best shooter. Uh, who would win yeah. in a three point contest? You or Coach Alford? Yeah, that's that's about the same answer we've been getting from everyone. Everyone's <laughs> yeah, pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he would he would have got me back in his uh, Indiana and NBA days, but I, I think I would be getting more reps up these um, at these times. Definitely. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it from us, man. I, I really appreciate you coming on. We're we're really excited to see you play next year. I know the community is excited to hear from you and watch you play as well. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm really looking forward to getting down there whenever that time may be and uh, checking out the college.